Cross-politic begins in three, two, one. Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> Is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is King of Kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to his lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. I didn't start, but sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right When the Spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. Hello, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politics Special Edition, sponsored by Wrath and Grace. Yeah, boy. So if if you're wondering where the regulars are at, where Luke, where Jay, where all your regular Wrath and Grace boys are at, well, uh, they have invited us on Kirk to y'all's Kennedy, yeah. Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Wrath and Grace. Here we yeah. are. And so yeah. we're rocking. That wrath and grace, right? Oh, now. that's right. Is that what this is? That's what that is. Feel what? that. Feel the material. Isn't it's that really, nice? So this is. What does it say? Wrath and grace. Oh, I, I didn't even, I didn't even <laughs> read it before you. you I, wa- I, I walked through it on you. I walked like, in the studio. You said, and you said to, you tried to get me to put it on over my collared shirt. Yeah, I was trying to give you the kind of like you know status. Right. Feel with the, but I, see, I had the polo. I had him. Look, I, I want a polo. I thought maybe. Yeah, that you was, did. I thought maybe that was a black thing at first. A black thing with a polo. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's hey not. guys, I'm I'm rocking um chocolate knocks. Well, I'm rocking no, that's, that's Toby. Not. This is Toby with hair. Um <laughs> Doug Wilson. <laughs> I love it though. Look, it says squad goals, man. I love that shit. Yeah. Squad yeah. goals. Yeah, and man. yours. Say yours. Speak in tons. Uh, uh I can't remember. Simul Eustace at Peccator. Right. What does right. it mean? Say it. Holla- you want me to translate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, we, need a, we need a translator for this tongue. Yeah. An interpreter. Right. <laughs> Simultaneously, um, sinner and, and, and righteous. And righteous right? Yeah, it's a quote from Luther. Yeah. 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 yeah, I remember that part. It's my old Reformation days. I kind of remember that. You remember that? Yeah, your old, your old, old Reformation, Reformation days? Yeah. How old are you? Well, you know. We're still Come in on. the me, Reformation. Me and Knox go back. I mean, old Reformation. I didn't say new <laughs> Reformation days. I didn't say it was gone. I'm just saying yeah. Reformation days. Well, uh, hey, we're, we're grateful for Wrath and Grace. Yeah, very we're, grateful. We're grateful yes. for Thank the you. shirts. Yeah. You guys got to go check them out. Yeah, they yeah. did something um, very unique, and that's letting somebody else like us you like, know, come share on, on yeah. their platform. Like, that's com- amazing. Commandeer their Facebook that, page. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That's really good. Mucho and, thanks. Yeah. And, and once you go cross politic, you don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You, if you, anybody listens to the show, you know we're always sorry for Gabe. So, <laughs> we're, we're sorry. Yeah, he's we're from Texas. But yeah. so, anyway, <laughs> Thank you, Toby. I didn't have to bring that up. I'm just like getting that out of the way here. Hey, with us. Yes. We have a unicorn in the studio. We have a unicorn in the studio. Right. Oh, um, Mr. Peter Dill, uh, he's from Seattle. He's a, he's a practicing attorney. Is that correct? Yes. Still uh, currently. JD yes. from yeah. Notre Dame in 1984. Um, he's from Seattle, moved to Idaho to support the family farm, and got stuck. Well hooked. Or yeah. Happily <laughs> here. And, I know how that goes. Yeah. So we're all stuck. The reason we got in touch with Mr. Peter Dill is that he is running for Idaho governor yeah. as a Democrat. You said the D word. As a, I did. Yes. As a pro-life Democrat. That's correct. That's the unicorn you part. You got one more. One more. Pro-life. Pro-life. Christian. Christian Democrat. Democrat. 
That's like that's like an oxymoron. I don't I think. think we've ever right? said that on the show before. <laughs> is that like a it's a square circle? There we go. Oh, we'll see. I don't we'll, know. We'll but, get into more of that later. But, yeah, we're gonna yeah, talk yeah. about this more. But anyways, yeah. um, uh, Peter's running for Idaho governor as a Democrat. Um, he says, um, I'm just reading a couple of things here. He's entering the Democratic race um, because he wants to bring his innovative perspective to tackling Idaho's biggest issues, making decisions with future generations in mind. He's a conservative Democrat versus a Clinton Democrat. Mm. Is what he says. Um, he's a team player. Uh, he's committed to working across political aisles, moving beyond sound bites to nonpartisan solutions. He's this on is, the right show. I his, like that. This Move is, beyond sound bites. Yeah, there we're we all go. about that. Yeah. This is his first you. run for office, and uh, and Peter uh, considers his citizen governor status as an asset, bringing fresh vision to a real world, a real real world view of Idaho's needs. Okay. So, hey, Peter, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. And. You're from southern Idaho? Yes. So we're up in northern Idaho. We're up in the smokestack. Two different countries. Yeah. <laughs> if you're familiar with uh, well, Idaho. I didn't know. I bring greetings from the south, yeah. and, I, <laughs> and I thank you for welcoming the north. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we can talk about north and south, but we're yeah. one state, and we'd like to be able to work together and <laughs> get along. So yeah. where, where's the family farm? It's um, in Gem County, right near Emmett. Mm. Okay, which is? And Emmett's about 25 miles north and west of Boise. There we go. Okay, so just just near the capital. Yep. And you're married. Your wife's here in the studio with yes. us today. And three children? Yes. They baptized? Yes. Hey, man. Hey, man. That's a good, that's a good and, one. That's a- and they're grown. They're in their 20s. Yeah. And okay. they're uh, running the farm, and we're running around. So. Awesome. <laughs> right. Wow. Very so it's good. a good time. What, what kind of farm? Uh, uh, well, we raise organic grass-finished beef. Oh man! Oh man! You got yep. some tri-tip? Did you? you oh, didn't, well, ooh. I didn't bring it, but I I can arrange <laughs> that. Next that, time, okay. Next time, we can bring some tri-tip. We can do it without <laughs> beef. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'll grill up some mean Santa Maria-style tri-tip next time okay. you come up this way. Okay. Oh, All right. Yes. Yeah. So, um, this is your first run for political office. It is. Um, what are you thinking? Well, why? Uh, why? Some people. What's, what's wrong with you? Some people. Some people would ask the question a little differently. Are you crazy? And yeah. the yeah. answer. Uh, well, the evidence may already be in, yeah. but uh, yeah. we'll see. A little bit. This yeah. is where we should yeah. get Susan the mic. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 We actually have your wife in studio with us right now. Yeah, too. Right. She, she is. Yeah, yeah. We, she is. You should awesome. ask her. Like, why did you let him do this? <laughs> She's all for it, right? Yeah. She is indeed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I've thought about it for a number of years, and and previously it wasn't a good time. I'm going to lose this headset if I don't have it on straight. Too, there you but, go. Um, so I've been involved in, in, uh, relationship with government throughout my career as a, as a a lawyer, as a a lawyer lawyer, and also as a community member. Mm -hmm. So I've been involved in, in, in public issues in the community, uh, actually since the beginning of my career. And, um, and yet now, um, I'm at a place where, uh, my family is, is settled and I can do something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And that is active, active, actively enter the, the realm of governance. Yeah. Um, I think I have uh, skills that can be helpful in problem solving. That's what I've done for years. Yeah. Problem solving for businesses, for families, for communities, on issues that we all face and care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'd like to bring my problem solving skills to the issues of Idaho. So why governor first? I mean, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, why not president? Or, I mean, uh, no, yeah. why, why not city council? Why yeah. not? Um, why there? Well, the needs are great at this time. And uh, the need is great for uh, mm. new vision, uh, new problem-solving skills, and I think I bring those. And, and did you was were you kind of the last can, de- Democratic candidate to sign up to run for governor? 
I may have been oh. the last candidate, period, to sign up. Right. Yeah, I, that's I, the, I signed up in the last hours. It was like March 9th or something. Yes. It, you know, okay. Yes. So is now, there a story behind that? Well, um, on a whim. <laughs> Did you lose a bet? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Was it your Matt March Madness bracket? Got, got it, I guess my team lost, so I needed something to do. Uh, that's great. No, uh, there there really isn't a, a story behind the the last hour filing, yeah. but um, I've thought about it for a long time. I've I've made preparations. I've been talking to people around the state, and you may know there's a, a there's a filing window, yeah. and I came in at the latter part of it. Yeah. But I've been putting the pieces together for some time. Okay. Yeah. okay. And um, and you already got you already got a team. We do campaign manager. Yes. You got one person in every county, or however. Uh, well, we're not one person in every county, but we're situated throughout the state. Yeah. Okay. I have a great campaign manager and um, excellent social media manager. Okay. Um, a wonderful person doing websites and other advertising for yeah. us. Yeah. But more than that, we've got we've got people around the state who believe in what we're doing and right. are contributing really valuable ideas. Okay. In fact, that's all the people of Idaho. Um, right. <laughs> I'll tell you just from the start, um, as I go around the state talking to people, the first thing that I want to do is listen. And so I ask people, um, in their opinion, what are the three most important issues facing the state of Idaho about which state government can help? Mm-hmm. Well, why do I ask people? Well, because I think that, um, like the body, um, everyone has gifts to bring. Mm-hmm. And uh, perhaps it's an idea from Thomas Jefferson. I think it goes way back before that. But uh, wisdom is entrusted to many people, not to one, not to a few, not to a think tank. But wisdom is entrusted to people. And I listen to people. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear what's important, why. That's critical, by the way, why. Yeah. And then how we can go about working the problems that we all face. Yeah. Because things should not be um, broadcast from on high, uh, dictated from um, someone other than the community. But but we as as members of the community should speak, and those in governance should listen. Yeah, and we need to listen to each other. Yeah. So so you got great intentions, but Idaho never elects a Democratic governor. Well, I would uh, ask you to read a little more history. Um, I would yeah, Gabe. G- give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> I, I, hey, I you're want, part I, of the team here. I, I wonder you, what they teach in schools these days. <laughs> you don't want to know. Yeah, no, you no, don't, no, don't want to know. <laughs> but know. I, but I'll give it to you that it's been a while. Yep. yep. And, so, uh, so, so has as Idaho elected a Democratic? Yes. Uh, yes. Governor so the last the last one yes. was back in the eighties, right? Yeah, 80s into the early 90s, early 90s. I believe. Okay. Yeah. So it was eight, yeah. And yeah. and before that, there were there were other Democrats, and there've been yeah. prominent Democrats in. Uh, in Congress, who have yeah. who have done excellent work, yeah. Yeah. but the Democratic Party uh, is not the same now as it was before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not, yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's not, and it's not the same in Washington D.C. Uh, and California as it is in Idaho yeah. and in other places that uh, perhaps are more sensible. So for, let's work those two out then. What's different yeah. about the Democratic Party now than it was then, and then what's different about the Democrats that are in Idaho now? Versus, versus California versus, Democrats right, or something. Exactly. Yeah. Well, because um, Californians are moving up here. Right. Which is actually <laughs> Don't a look at me. I'm not yeah. from California. I don't know why you're looking at me. Hey, you. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that um, the uh, the older versions of, of Democrats historically were more conservative. And they were clearly um, caring for uh, the needs of people who don't have enough 
um, caring for uh, things of environmental stewardship. And, uh, uh, and I think it was a different attitude. Things weren't as radicalized as they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the California and Washington, D.C. Democrats are, um, are further on the radicalized end. Mm-hmm. And, ha- I, I, I don't, you- and I don't mean to throw stones at people. Because, we don't mind. Uh, well, I do. <laughs> I do. We're not because, running for office. So. <laughs> yeah, I do. But there's a different. Yeah. There's a difference in how people approach things. Uh-huh. And um, now, have and you always been a Democrat your no, whole life? Or? No, no, I haven't. Okay. No, well, I. So, what's what's been your flow? Like Republican, Libertarian, um, uh, non communist, non communist, <laughs> non committed, independent. I mean, what's been the flow for you? Um, so I I grew up in a Republican family, uh-huh. and I'm grateful for that. Um, I guess I think also we can we can make some comparisons between Democrats at certain points in history and Republicans at certain point in history and and then where we are now. I think we can still do it now. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But but um, um, so I grew up in a Republican family. Um, I I think early on I became what I would call an independent thinker and an independent voter. Yeah. Because I look at the Republican platforms and the Democratic platforms and I see good things in both. I look at both platforms and I think, oh, wow, there's some problems mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I resist the, um, the opportunity to say I have to pick one or the other because we're, there are good things in, in both groups and, and add the libertarian and the constitutional parties now where there are good things in each. Why can't we bring them together? And, but and, you did pick you did pick one though you picked well, the Democratic Party to be a, to I, get on that I ticket. did and so right. let me let me tell you the rest of the story so sure. that it's right out there right, right. That's that's it. Uh, we're gonna it. make it as hard uh, as you can to finish the story that's <laughs> fine that's, that's, that's fine so so um, I became an unaffiliated voter some time right. back and then two weeks ago I signed uh, an affiliation with the Democratic Party okay. so that, literally two weeks ago was the first time you became aligned with the Democratic Party in terms of. Um, becoming a Democratic member of the it, party. It's the first time that I was officially <laughs> affiliated with the yeah. party. Okay. But I attended the Democratic caucus two years ago. I have Democratic friends. I yeah. I, I converse uh, with people who are intelligent people with different letters behind their name. And yeah. um, and, and quite frankly, uh, to me, the issue is, is more the issues than it is the party. Yeah. What are we thinking? Yeah. And how well are we thinking? And can we think together? Yeah. So if that's the case, why not run as an independent? Well, independents don't win. Yeah, yeah. And and this is and this is about. Uh, I guess it's strategic, and it also reflects who I am. Are there other? Um, I don't even know. Are there other candidates for the Democrat ticket? Yes, you do. Yeah. You know them. Not for the Democratic ticket. Yeah, Paulette Jordan. Oh, yeah. And then uh, AJ um, Burke Balukov. Balukov. I want to say yeah. Burkov. Okay, I know. I know the. <laughs> Paulette Jordan. Yeah. Okay. So and there'll be AJ. AJ ran four years ago. Also. Okay. So this right. is the second time. So it'll be and, the and, three and, of you? and to be complete, there's one other fellow who okay. um, uh, I think his name is Troy Minton who signed signed on last spring, and I don't know much about it. So the four of you will be in a runoff then for, for in a primary Democratic in, primary in a less, little less than two months. Okay. May fifteenth. Right. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. So what is it that tilt the scales for you? You're sitting here as an independent, semi-independent, right? And you're looking at it, and you're like, you know. Republican, Democrat, and it was this thing right here, this issue that tilt the scale for you, say, I'm going to go ahead and sign up, put myself on the Democratic ticket. What was that thing? You know, it's not a single issue. Mm. And, and that's, what were those things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What those issues. Yeah. Knox likes specificity. Yeah. You okay. said it. Yeah. That was right. That? that was good. Wrath and grace. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I love people and I love the earth. Uh, they're both, they're both God's gifts. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
and the the rich history of the Democratic Party is uh, is a keen caring for people, particularly with people in need. Mm. Um, there's a rich history also of en- environmental stewardship, and and this matters. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of these matter to me. Um, I think there's a greater openness in Idaho to life issues than perhaps we're aware. And mm. I, I'd like to create the active dialogue uh, with my Democratic friends on life issues. And I'd like to create the active dialogue in a new way with Republican friends on uh, issues that affect the creation, environmental stewardship, and also on issues that, uh, that relate to the poor people among, the, the poor among us. Yeah. And uh, if we're if we're going to faithfully read the scriptures, oh, here you go. Go yep, ahead. Yeah, go, yeah, for go ahead. Go for <laughs> it. If we're, gonna, if we're gonna faithfully read the scriptures, uh, we start with something pretty compelling. In the beginning, God created all of these things, right. and mm-hmm. uh, He said it was good. Yes, and, He did. And He gave us responsibilities. Right. And so, are we going to be faithful to that or not? Mm. Well, those responsibilities didn't stop anywhere along the line. They are ours now. Yeah. To, to, to work with the creation, with the earth, and to take care of it. Well, there's, uh, there's sense in that as well as, um, as calling, command, heritage, and there's joy. Uh, but there's also a future. And, uh, and I'm concerned about what we're going to uh, be enjoying in our lifetime and what our children and grandchildren will enjoy. So I'm interested in environmental stewardship as a part of um, our uh, heritage as as people placed on the earth by God to do important things wow. for the duration. I got questions. Yeah, oh, they're man. coming. And, and, and I, I'm not giving it back to you quite yet. Well, I, I like this guy. I like this guy. Push him back. Push him back. This is going to be it. Go for there's, it. There's no one issue here. Um, yeah. uh, we have responsibilities to our neighbors, and the command to love our neighbors is wide, and it particularly reaches neighbors in need. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to do about it? And... Um, uh, that that calling uh, goes right to the Lord Jesus. It starts very early on, and it doesn't stop. So th- these are parts of of, um, uh, of of the democratic message historically that I find helpful. They're a part of the Christian message, mm. and and by the way, they're not unique to the Democratic Party. Many of my Republican friends are also keenly interested in uh, caring for the creation well, and caring for people. And then we'll go another step. Um, who all are these people? Um, we're, we're told that we are made in the image of God. We're knit in our mother's womb, particularly by him. This suggests life begins uh, at conception, and, and really wonderful things are going on in this time where we're in the womb, and then we come out, and wow, <laughs> yeah. uh, we're, at, we're at the next level, and responsibilities begin. Well, some of those responsibilities include caring for the next generation that's coming along who are, uh, for a certain period, uh, in the womb. Um, it, 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 it includes the responsibilities of, of caring for people throughout life. Mm-hmm. It includes responsibilities of caring for uh, our aging parents, uh, that they may have a dignified close to life. Yeah. And it, it, it includes the, the sharing of, of hope and joy and peace. Uh, these are all... These are all our wonderful responsibilities and opportunities. This is the work we're given. So I don't want to lose any one part, and I don't want to be uh, focused on one thing when we should be focused on three or four. Um, I also don't want to lose focus on any one of those. Mm. And, and I think that within the, the, uh, 
the decision to, to be a representative of the Democratic Party, we can meet the responsibilities that are ours. Uh, oh, boy. So much to talk about. Okay. So much. I'm, I'm excited to hear well, you Well, I gave that. you a little something That's to work with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to be waiting go. for this break to be over with. <laughs> More with Peter Deal when we come back on this special edition of Cross Politic on Wrath and Grace. Shout out to Wrath and Grace. Make sure you go get the t-shirts. Yo. They feel amazing. More with Peter Deal next. I'm Luke Walker with Wrath and Grace Radio and Wrath and Grace Publishing and Wrath and Grace Records and Wrath and Grace Clothing and Wrath and Grace Coffee. And that really gets at the heart of the matter. What is Wrath and Grace? We are a gospel-centered lifestyle brand seeking to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ in all that we put our hands to. You can wear Wrath and Grace with our t-shirts. You can listen to Wrath and Grace with our podcasts and our Christ-exalting hip-hop. You can read Wrath and Grace page after page with our books. And you can even drink Wrath and Grace. In our coffee, we have a Wrath Roast Dark and a Grace Roast Light. So go to wrathandgrace.com today and check out all that we have going on as we seek to exalt Jesus Christ and Him crucified in all that we do. Wake up time. A stock, a stock. Always does shock that. Yeah, yeah. Always does that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a good beat right there. As you if know? the last segment wasn't enough of a oh yeah for me with Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Cross Politic. This is a special episode that's brought to you by our friends at Wrath and Grace. And we're sporting these uh, T-shirts, these so nice. Wrath and Grace shirts. <laughs> I'm wearing a polo. And you're wearing a polo. So nice. That's got Latin on it. Yes. Yeah, because you're all sophisticated. Y- yeah. And uh, yeah. And also, this coffee is... <laughs> oh, man. Really, that, that coffee is really yeah. good. Is that good coffee? Oh, you're drinking water. Yeah, yeah. This, I'm doing a coffee spot, and you're drinking is, water on me. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> jump on it, man. You act cross, like you're part of the show already. Cross-politic I, coffee. Do you drink cross-politic no. I've had five cups in my life. <laughs> <laughs> So I, th- I thank you. I thank you for the offer. I'll drink that coffee. Okay. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's really good. It's With right. us on this episode is Mr. Peter Dill, yes. who is a unicorn, a, a very, 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 very endangered species. I don't know. I, a pro-life Christian Democrat mm. running for governor of the state of Idaho. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Uh, uh, go, go, David. Um, go, Chuck. So I, when I when we left the last segment, I asked you what was it that turned so that you what was it that turned you towards the platform of the Democratic Party to say you know what we need to be pro life, uh, we need to be caring about the earth and the and the best place for us to to proclaim that message is on the Democratic platform. Have you been watching the news? Like they don't even like Jesus anymore. They're not Christians. They're right. not even pro life. They're about. I mean, come on, man. You've seen CNN. You've seen all the fake news stuff. What what would how is that the best platform for you to say, yes, Christian, absolutely, pro-life, absolutely, about the earth, yes. Really? I would think you would have way more friends in the conservative side and say, you know, I'm just not as conservative as you guys, but I'm not as liberal either. And the platform gives me the ability to be pro-life, about care for the earth, and Christian. Well, the, um, the CNN uh, reports are not all about Idaho. That's, that's that's true. That, that's In fact, a, that's never a beginning about Idaho, point. huh? <laughs> that's a beginning point. Okay, good to know. Well, has Idaho that. ever been reported on by CNN? Uh, yeah. Well, a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> and and secondly, um, I think I think people in Idaho are are 
more open-minded to the issues that we really need to talk about. And I am not suggesting that all Democrats are pro-life. They're not. Sure. Um, very, very few of them are. Well, uh, do you have a poll? Uh, you well, know that's, what? that's how the legislation gets passed. I was going to yeah. say, I yeah. mean, just look I mean, at the ticket. The, 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 <laughs> yeah. the platform is officially um, open season on unborn children yeah. all the way through. Well, there's a support for reproductive rights, but there's also a support for people. And and yet, as, say, whoa, 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 whoa. and yet, as I, as I said, as I said, as I said, uh, what about the people that got murdered? Well, Re- support for reproductive rights. Um, I, that's what, code for. I know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, you're on Cross Politic Special Edition, sponsored by Wrath and Grace. But so you can go ahead and just drop the codes. We can talk straight up here. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. So this is one of the areas in which um, I would like to um, increase dialogue. Yeah. We need to talk about the needs and the rights of the unborn. Yeah. Do you think, this is an honest question, and I'm not trying to, sure. talk, uh, straightforward, um, <clears throat> do you think that the Hillary Clinton-style Democrats want any kind of conversation on this is- these issues? And I'm talking about across the board, not just there's the abortion issue, there's the sodomy, homosexuality issue, right. Um, right. there's transgender stuff, There's and the government enforcement of all of those things. Right. You say, I'm not a Hillary-style Democrat, I don't sense any interest in talking about it at all. Huh. I I think that's correct. Okay, I think right. that's correct. I, mean, I, I, think, you, I think when they say that, at the national level, but your point is, um, I think there's actually opportunity for dialogue in Idaho. I do, I do, yeah. and 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 you know, in in my view, there are a number of ways to look at. Okay, so we've jumped into the question of life and abortion. Sure, uh, there are a number of ways to look at this, but one of them is it's a matter of civil rights. If we have if we have two persons mm. who um, have recognized rights, um, the mother and the child, the mother and the child, and I would suggest there are more people, but the but the focus typically yeah. comes to the right. mother and the child. Like, like the father should be included in this. Uh, situ- well, in the I think so. As, too. I think yeah. so as oh, well. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, I right. do. Yeah. But but the but the, the the recognized rights are the mother and the child. Yeah. And uh, and, and and as a, as a civil rights matter. Um, if we're going to try to look at the rights of two parties that appear to be in conflict, and 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 that's the problem. We're we're looking at this as rights in conflict. Um, but if we are going to, then we have to think about some manner of balancing rights. Yeah. And in any occasion in which you balance rights, you don't eliminate one of the parties. Yeah. Right. But it, it it brings up the really hard uh, questions. Um, where are we going to go with this? Oh, oh, sorry, I. When you said rights in conflict, mm-hmm. whose rights are in conflict? Well, um, so in our country for 40-some years, there's, there's been a recognized right of a mother uh, to make decisions about her body. That comes into conflict with the person who's inside if she doesn't want to continue to carry the person inside. What's the conflict? Uh, well, um, if, if, the, so if the answer to the question is an abortion, the conflict is that the baby will die. That's a pretty direct conflict. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, so, wait, so, so, so me, where, me, where do we go this with question this? Then. Well, if we're talking, if we're saying there's a civil rights issue, um, that that there's, um, and I think I, I understand why you're arguing, why you're saying it, why you're laying out the the ground that way. I actually think the Democrat Party doesn't see it as a civil rights issue. They just see the baby as tissue. There's no civil rights mm-hmm. issue there, generally speaking. Uh, the, the the party leadership, the national um, platform, and 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 in some regards, the state platform would see it that way. Yeah, I guess but, what, but I'm suggesting that 
that the platform in some respects represents the people in other respects it doesn't mm -hmm. and and even if and even to the extent that it does we're dealing with one of the issues of our time that uh is is dividing our country and it is um doing great damage to mm -hmm. uh obviously to the children that 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 are aborted but yeah. also but also to the mother and to the and to other can play, we, can players just, in the group i want to go back to this conflict because when you said that the first thing that popped the reason this is kind of hard for me to manage is because the first thing that popped into my head, it feels like at the same time, it's like saying the slave owner, there's a conflict between him and his slave. And so it's like, what are you talking about? You don't own people. Mm -hmm. You don't yeah. buy people. This is just sin. You're just making up. You're just, the there's no the real conflict yeah. here. You're doing something you shouldn't be doing. A mother is to care for. There isn't a conflict. You shouldn't be doing that. It's just wrong period to say, I don't want, I want to kill my child. So you're con couple. you're concerned that the civil rights thing is kind of, um, masking the 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 um, dramatically immoral nature of it. Thank it's, you. It's not just a, yeah. it's not just civil rights thing. This is no, 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 dramatically uh, immoral. That's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when I hear that, it's just like, well, no, that that shouldn't even exist. Well, um, I will I will not argue with you that the decision to kill a child is an immoral decision, but the conflict does exist because for forty some years. We've been taught in, in, in all levels of society that, um, that the, um, the, the fetus, the child in the womb, really is a bit of flesh. And, and somehow we have to work through that. But, but as people have been taught this, have come to accept it, have come to believe it, and have come to recognize um, the, the other side of the story as well, and that is that the difficulty of young mothers caring for children that they either are not capable of or don't have the tools to care for, um, we've gotten to where we've gotten. So how do we unravel it? You can call it sin, you can say it's immoral, and I won't disagree. Yeah. But but I'm going to ask you, how do we move forward? Yeah, that's yeah. my, que that how my next question. Is, how in the world do we move forward? I got, I got a few answers, but my question then is the same question to you. What, how, would you how do you solve yeah, this? That's right. As governor, let's say you get elected as governor, how would you solve this? Well, the first thing I think that's important is to uh, try to engage the dialogue again. Uh, this issue, like many, use, use the governor's role to be able to open up the dialogue. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. And um, I don't believe in bully pulpits because I don't think bullies are, are are a good thing to have around. But I do believe in engaging people in conversation. It depends on what's going on. I, 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 this is a complete like this is close to because if I'm a slave locked up in a slave master's house who's getting beat every day, I want somebody to be a bully on a pulpit and say can't beat right. him, it, can't cause, own cause, him. Because the issue is is bullying is happening right now every time a baby is slaughtered in its mother's womb. I agree. That that's the worst kind of bullying. I agree Murder. with that. I and agree so, with that. And so when somebody stands up and calls wickedness wickedness, evil evil, mm -hmm. and says we need to deal with this. They're not really being a bully. They're, they're being courageous. They're actually they're being, being truthful. They're actually standing up yeah. for the truth. Right. Well, and so are there other ways to stand up for the truth that are more effective? Because we've been... We, well, I like to hear them. Like, yeah, like hear what? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so I, again, I'll come back to this. I would like to engage people in dialogue because we, we have to ask each other, how did we get here and why are we in the positions that we're in? And I think if we can start to understand how we got here and what, and what, what positions we're in, we may be able to see... Do we have some common ground that we can work on together? And 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 I, I think there may be that. I hear your. I I I, I, I just, I just got to. Have you talked to a pro-choice person? Yeah. One that's in front, that's going to an abortion clinic outside, is walking into an abortion clinic. Have you talked to those people before? Yeah. 
Have you tried to tell them that what's inside of them is a human being and uh, that you would do everything you can to make sure that, that human being is not murdered? Ma- and have you heard their responses to that? Uh, many people are doing this and, yeah. and, and in many cases with success. Yeah. And exactly. in many cases with success. But have you heard their responses, though? The people the majority who, where there's the people, not success, which you, is a majority. Why don't yeah. you tell me what you're hearing? So, that's great. <laughs> we, we got a lot of video. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy yeah. to tell you what I'm yeah. hearing, yeah, but, yeah. But, but please, go so ahead. The majority of people who, and I, every, people who are watching this, a lot of Christian people who are out there on the front lines saying babies are murdered here, who are proclaiming the gospel, they're seeing some fruit of their, their proclamation. But the majority of what is heard out there, the majority of the videos that you see, and, and I've been out there, is the fact that they are saying, we don't care what it is. You don't have a right to tell me what to do with my body. And so I'm going to kill it. So how do you have a conversation with, with that person who is like, it doesn't matter what it is. And that's the majority. That's the majority of them. We got to the point with ultrasound technology and so mm-hmm. on that it's right. not really a mystery anymore. I mean, right. maybe in 1973, it was, it was uh, really right. unknown. <laughs> but ultrasound technology, everybody knows it's a baby. And now, and now, many of them are saying we know it's a baby, and we don't care. Well, in the David Daldian videos, right, um, where there's um, a pro, pro pro choice people, but people running clinics in those right. videos saying, yeah, it's a baby, and yeah, we're killing it. So, you, so you remember, you remember so that? How are you gonna how how do you plan to merge? You know, the, we've, Christians are trying to have this conversation. Well, and 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 are in some cases That's quite su- quite successfully. And yes, there there are our, yeah. our pregnancy clinics that are compassionately helping young women who are either confused or struggling with the the issue or or they're 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 committed in a direction and frankly it's uncomfortable for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah. everyone yeah. everyone feels the tension here. Yeah. yeah. I think many people don't like the idea of uh, of abortion because as you learn how how it works and what the results are it, it's not it's not a happy con- conclusion. Mm. So so where do we go? There's there's the ra- there's the route of compassion. There's the route of coming alongside and helping people and in a winsome way suggesting that, that uh, there's another way to go. And there's the, there's the route of the prophet, the, the uh, fire and brimstone person who says this is simply wrong. Yeah. And, and I think there's a place for both. But you're a governor, so you're sitting at the top of it. You're the person who is a deacon of God, right? So when, what would be your role biblically as a person who would be governor in a state who has the answer to God on the issue of abortion? Um, my role is to do everything I can to protect life. Mm-hmm. So what would that look like? Well, if uh, you're gov- governor for a day, let's play that game. <laughs> <laughs> We've played that here on the show before. Yeah. 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 Governor for a day, yeah. how, what does it look like? I, I don't think anyone in a day or a year is going to solve this let's, problem. Let's act like we can. Well, um, we can speculate about a lot sure. of things, but we really need to live in a real world too. Yeah, okay, we'll go to the real world next. Okay. But, so right now you're governor for a day, <laughs> All right. Right. And you, and you say, okay. You got a blank check. You got a blank check. What do you do? Well, I, I, I work as a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. I work as a reconciler. Mm-hmm. I work as a problem solver. I like you. So I like, in a winsome way, to engage people in the dialogue about life. Sure. Um, children are wonderful. I love kids. Mm-hmm. You do you too. three of them. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, but but I, I love life. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and, I, and, I, and I, I want, in my day, or in my year, or in my term, to impart a love of life that will that will I I trust yeah. uh, change things in the long term. You haven't given me an answer yet. You're telling me what you like, but what are you going to do as a governor? First day in office. Uh, if, if if you're elected governor, governor for a day, hypothetically, see the hypothetically governor for a day. What do you do to end abortion? To end abortion? Yeah. Um. I 
I talk to people and 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 try to in, instill in our community uh, a renewed love for life. Let me let me uh, let me flip it a little yeah. bit. One of the questions we've asked sometimes on, I mean, on this topic sure. is so. Um, let's say um, there's an active shooter, mm-hmm. um, as has happened unfortunately yes, in, in a few places, and he's targeting schools. Yes, and um, and what would you do? Day one, let's say you're sworn into office, you're governor of Idaho. Do you dialogue with them? There's an active shooter. Do you start a dialogue? Uh, no, I think it's a different situation. How so? I think it's a different situation. You, you have you have one moment where this shooter is doing things, and we're, we're looking at- and we a, have 40 years we're looking at a of abortion doing its thing. <laughs> right. We're looking at a pattern that's been going for a long time, yeah. and it's and it's really widespread. It's based on a great deal of, of, of different, difference of opinion- and confusion and emotion that is wildly different from the active shooter. Um, frankly, if, if I'm the governor of the day when the active shooter is busy, uh, I'm not going to run over there and shoot the guy because that's, that's not my part. But, sure. But, but my part is to um, do everything I can to stop that shooter um, and then to go about. Uh, let, me, let me ask it this way. Uh, again, just do, Full, all due respect, just sure. how, how, um, I wonder why just in terms of the rhetoric, right. Um, you wouldn't say if I were governor, governor for a day, I would do all in my power to end abortion. Mm. You haven't said that line yet. I'm not saying you could, right. I understand the realities of the messy, you know, yeah. 40 years and all so on. But, um, when you say, I want to start a dialogue. Okay. Uh, it just doesn't sound to me like we're going to make very much progress. If I'm a okay. slave and I'm looking for somebody who's going to free me, I'm not voting for you now, at this point. He wants to start I'm, a dialogue I'm, with my I master. Want you to say, I want you to say, Knox, you know what? You shouldn't be enslaved. They shouldn't be buying you. And when I'm governor, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we, you're not enslaved we, anymore. We you can recognize that you can yeah. only do as much as you can do. I'm not saying, you know, will you go personally to every single abortion clinic in Idaho right. and stand in front of it? And you know, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that, but I'm saying as governor... Would you be willing to say something along the lines of, I will do everything in my power to end abortion? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, and I'm sorry if I, if I left any, um, any doubt on this, but you asked me what I would do, and, and I went directly to steps. Not, uh, not a lofty uh, statement. Um, sure, sure. But, but I went to steps. And I'll, I'll and, just say that, that and, prophets need to go to lofty statements. When, when we're in a culture mm-hmm. where we've been sinning um, against the unborn for 40 years, mm-hmm. that we should start with the lofty, actually. Let me, uh, let well, me, I, th- I think the lofty, I think, this, I think the prophet's statements have been given. Mm-hmm. I think the prophet's statements have been given, and in many cases, people haven't heard. And that's, and that's, why, and that's why I would suggest we need to start talking to each other and, and, and bring each other into a conversation about what's important. Oh, and this boy. is and this is true on a number of issues. Yeah, you know, and I, 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 I want I, I want to come back to your slaveholder question yeah, as well. Let's yeah, do, I, I really do. I think we should. Absolutely. Okay. More cross politics when we come back. It's getting dicey. The unicorn is taking off his uh his <laughs> tip here and he's about to go and charge at me. <laughs> More cross politics. Grace. We come back. Run the grace. Don't hit me. <laughs> I won't. Don't hit me either. What's good, everybody? I'm Omri, lyrical theologian and recording artist at Wrath and Grace, also co-host of Wrath and Grace Radio. I'm sure you're being informed and encouraged by what you're hearing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cross Politic. I want to encourage you all to check out Wrath and Grace Radio as well. 
you can find us on iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher. Or you can go directly to the website at wrathandgrace.com. On Wrath and Grace Radio, uh, you'll hear current cultural commentary married with age-old Christian theology, all informed by God's wisdom in scripture. And we have a lot of fun along the way having those discussions. So check us out. Uh, Thank you for listening. We hope to see you all soon. Grace and peace. Sitting here in chains. <laughs> Waiting for a hero. He, he's singing the blues. Singing the blues. Oh, no, no. <laughs> save me, Lord, save me. Come oh, on, man. Oh, look, we have a governor. I wonder what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> governor for a day. It's not, the day's still here. So, Peter Dill in studio with us on a special episode of Cross Politics, sponsored by Wrath and Grace, which I'm having to rock their polo right now. You're rocking this shirt. Rock, uh-huh. You don't have a wrath and grace. We'll give you one before you. Yes, leave. Yeah, we'll yeah. give him one. Yeah, yeah. So Jay will appreciate that. All right. Yes. So let's go back to my slave comment. Yeah. I'm 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 a slave, and I'm hearing somebody talk about potential freedom. Yep. And I'm hearing you say, well, we, and we've been doing it for 150 years. 150 years. You know, it's 18. Right, right, right. It's 1860. Right. Exactly. We've been doing this thing for well, a long time. We kind of feel bad about it. People you know? don't understand slavery. Right, it's right. a real complex. It's, and every no one likes it. Right. So we passed laws. No more beating your slaves on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> so no more beating. Your, and so you're coming along and you're saying, you know what? I think we should abolish it. I'm like, oh, this sounds interesting. How do you plan to do that? Well, um, we're back to the slavery question, and we can look yeah. at hi- we can look at history and see what happened. Um, people said let's abolish it right now. People said no, and we had a war, and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, uh, black and white. Fought and died. Six hundred thousand people. So you don't you don't think we should have gone to a war to end slavery? Um, I'm not saying that. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't in the shoes of the president at that time. Um, I, I I think that it was a, a complicated decision. It was a decision that uh, had its uh, um, its great griefs because mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people uh, of all colors died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a and it was a a, a miserable way for. A country to solve its problems, yeah, and and ultimately, in a very unpopular act, uh, President Lincoln signed the Emanci- Emancipation Proclamation. Unpopular with some people, very popular with me and others. Yeah, but but the proclamation didn't solve the problem. The war went on for years longer, and hundreds of thousands of people, as we say, died miserably. Right. So um, so what's what's the solution? Well, the solution has several parts. It involves the the clear statement of truth. Where do we need to go? And then it involves a dialogue to try to get us there. So the clear because, statement is truth, meaning what's right and wrong here, and then how do we g- eventually get to yes, what that truth is yes. in our society? Okay? And, and, and how do we work the truth out? Okay. So do you, but, think, do, you think a, do you think a Republican would ever say, okay, maybe I'll be a little um, woman's rights, right to choose? Do you think a Republican would ever lean that way? Sure, many of them do. Yeah, they're, they're pro-choice so, Republicans. So, so, sure, many so of them do. Yeah, so I mean— the ones who would who would vote for you, you think they would lean that way? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I would like to see... Because str- if, if you're pulling people from both sides, you're assuming somebody's going to come a little more to the middle here, and they're going to come a little more to the middle there, and we're going to compromise somewhere. Is that what you want to do? Um, I'd like to bring people of conviction from all sides uh, to work together. And I want to be clear that I'm keenly interested in drawing in people who are concerned about the creation who are concerned yeah, about I want to get there because here, 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 here's, why, here's why this I, is important though because to me if you can't understand 
the life issue, then how do you understand the earth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. If, if so, if, if you're talking to people about so you have a way better friends in the conservative side of the party who understand life, you have a, you have something to draw them with and say, guys, if we understand life, God's given us life on this earth, mm-hmm. then we should not only care about life the way we do, then let's care about. And I think there are lots of conservative Christians who say, let's care about the earth in the same way with the same vigor. Right. Right. But, that, but if you're willing to trash the the pinnacle of creation, right. The image of God, mm-hmm. then why, you know, who cares if you pick up cans, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're trashing the most glorious part of, uh-huh. of you're, God's creation. You're straining that swallowing camels. It, it seems yeah. like that because I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of Democrats, like the care for the earth, I think really is, a, is, a, is a kind of pharisaical thing. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah, we murder babies, but at least we, you know, uh, cared for the endangered species, you know, Whatever bird of we saved the elephant. We did. We <laughs> we saved two. <laughs> but it, you know, you know what I mean? Like the, seriously, that's that's yeah. kind of the thing. And so it's like I, I'm totally for yeah caring for the earth. I live here. Of I course. want clean air. I want my great great grandkids. I'm post mill. I want clean environments for them, and I care about all those things. Those are huge things to me. But if I can't even if kids <laughs> are being murdered in the right. mother's womb, there's no air for them to breathe at all. I mean, black black babies are one of the most endangered species oh, are they? You know, in, in New York. Mm. On planet Earth. Yeah, right. 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 More more babies get aborted, more, more black babies more get black aborted. More black babies are aborted in New York City than are born, than are born every yep. year. So yep. let me ask you, what's your plan? Well, I think when I was when I was going to ask you, this is a, a practical a sure. suggestion. Sure, fire uh, away. We have, uh, so Dan, um, what's the guy's name? Dan uh, Foreman. Dan Foreman mm-hmm. is a state rep. Um, right or senator, senator, okay. senator. Um, he's introduced a bill, for example, um, that would immediately uh, well, it just recognize the current cr- Idaho criminalizes it. It yeah. immediately criminalizes mm-hmm. abortion in the state of Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't get it um, heard through, committee. committee yeah. to right. even get a uh, a bill number in order to be even considered right. as a conservative. Right, right. I mean, it's Republicans, Republicans and yeah. so, so on. Um, I I think what should happen is. It should and a law like that should be enacted ASAP. Mm-hmm. And then I would say once we've established this is murder, it's it's a criminal act, then I think good and wise people should get together to figure out how to walk that out, given the fact of where we are. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to establish it, tell the truth on the front end, and establish it as a crime in the state of Idaho, period. And then... Yeah, we need to work with people and figure out, okay, and how can we walk this out mm-hmm. in a faithful way? But I think um, until we get that period at mm-hmm. the end of that sentence, right. officially, all our talking is is just talking. But once we get it, we could say, I think there could be all kinds of ways that we work with people in terms right. of um, let's help the mothers, let's close down all the clinics. But we're doing that. So, um, so let me ask you this question. How's your program going? Great. Is that, well, are, are, you, are you getting the bill passed? It's well, we're working on it. I mean, it's okay. it's going. Yeah. I mean, Wait, I, I think you should endorse Dan Foreman. I think that'd be a good practical solution. Well, right. is 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 that bill going to work? That's one question. Yeah. Uh, will will the legislature pass it? Secondly, um, will the Supreme Court uphold it? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no wait, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. We have to be practical here. No, 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 no. But for, should absolutely. I want to ask you: Should the should the legislation be passed? Should it be voted in? I want to ask you: What do you think this should happen? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I will. I will come back to tell you my purpose is to protect life, and I want to find effective ways to get there. 
if that and legislation if it, was put before you, as if Dan Foreman's legislation made it all the way up to the governor's table, yeah. would you sign it? Well, these are big speculations. No, you're Let's supposed to say yes. There. Let's start there. <laughs> you're supposed to say yes. But, but let me ask you this. What's the penalty? For what? Um, what's the penalty attached to Dan Foreman's legislation? Well, we, we, it, it should depend on, or we have case law, so it depends on the situation, but it could be murder. Um, is, what, is are you talking about which penalty are you talking about the penalty that would fall on you in the state of Idaho for passing that or the penalty no, no, no. in terms of like criminalizing abortion if abortion mm-hmm. is criminalized what's the penalty and who does ooh, it fall upon oh oh pick, pick me uh, okay Knox yeah. <laughs> so if, if I kill him what's the penalty well the penalty comes to you right right and, and and if he helps me kill him, what's the penalty? Comes to both of you. Okay, so then what what do you expect to happen to us if but, we commit but that? It, but in in this country, the laws are written based on the degree of intent. The penalty. Right. And the, Absolutely. Pen, that's, and the that's penalty, fa- the penalty right, follows. Right. That's what case and, and the penalty just follows so, that. Just so you know, um, this is one of the questions I had um, mm-hmm. as we as we've been working through this over the last couple of years. I was um, I've been a little bit concerned of a couple of places where I've seen um, this um, rhetoric that doesn't seem to account for. Um, uh, degrees yeah. of intent. Agreed. So first degree, Absolutely. second degree, third degree, yeah. manslaughter, yeah. all the rest of it. Right. So um, I asked about that actually, and yeah. we had a we had a Texas attorney on here um, not too long ago yeah. who looked at um, had looked at the Idaho um, mm-hmm. state code, and he said um, this is this is you know based on his perspective. Right. But he said that actually all those degrees of intentionality are already written into the Idaho code. It accounted okay. for. Such such yeah. that even so um if abortion was criminalized tomorrow in the state of Idaho, we'd have a way to deal with all it. of those degrees are in fact actually in place already. Uh-huh. That would take those kind of things into consideration. Because I agree with you completely. The the situation where the you know the boyfriend completely coerced the the girlfriend into mm-hmm. doing it um, you know that kind of thing needs to be taken into the consideration. The doctor lied to her, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Lies and all that yeah. kind of stuff needs to be taken into account. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, um, I, I think it's very important that we uphold full biblical justice on this, which means things like recognizing degrees Absolutely. of intentionality and right. knowledge Absolutely. and so forth. Yeah. I, I'm There's fully on board with that. And, and and if we're going to talk about biblical justice, um, in, in your view, where do justice and mercy meet? How are you going to read the Lord Jesus' behavior when the Woman caught in adultery was thrown before him. Yeah, where are you going to go with that? Well, because, well the, the because, woman, the woman the, caught in adultery. Um, Jesus is actually upholding biblical law. He asked and for witnesses. He asked for witnesses. Where are your accusers? Where are your accusers? Mm-hmm. And what happened? One by one, left the room, starting from the oldest because they got it first, mm-hmm. and to the youngest and left. So Jesus wasn't not upholding biblical law. He's actually upholding it in that situation. So if she had accusers, then he would have a, 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 a case to judge. Well, um, people left. No one could throw the first stone because right. none of them were innocent. Because one of the guys was probably sleeping with her. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. That's but, 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 his, but his his response was to quietly uh, kneel beside her, I think, or at least, at least kneel in the presence of all the accusers. He's writing in the sand, and he's waiting. So, so you, have a, you would have a law with no bite. Uh, that's not true. Well, that's well, not true. I, okay, so then how would you— if? We still haven't gotten to whether or not you would sign this bill. And if you did sign the bill, we can work out. You know, I, I want someone to say it's wrong. Let's make it illegal. And then let's work out how we apply the law to it. But I, I still it's hard to try and pull that out of out of you right now. Like, I'd well, say oh, we had this conversation with um, several Republican governors when they came on the show. Yeah, right. 
Right. So, so, you know, and also as a deacon here to exercise justice, to punish evildoers, like this Romans 13, right? You punish evildoers, right? And reward good. That's what your office is mm-hmm. if you're elected governor. So your job mostly is to say, if this is wicked, we punish it. If this is good, we make sure that it has a chance to thrive. Mm-hmm. And, and the flip side, of course, is I, I know that I think what you're getting at is, you know, compassion for mothers, compassion for those who are caught in oh, tough spots, which we are fully agreeing with. Absolutely. Amen. We need to have compassion where there needs to be compassion. Mm-hmm. But the compassion, I think, needs to begin where the offense is the most severe. The offense that's most severe is that little children are being dismembered in their mother's wombs. I understand And that. so that's where the compassion, <laughs> so you say justice and mercy, amen. And so the mercy needs to, first of all, be defending these little ones who, not, who don't even have a chance at life. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, that shouldn't be isolated just to them. It needs to include, you know, if it's real biblical mercy, that it includes, it's a holistic biblical mercy that includes right, right, right. families and For mothers everybody, right. and everybody. I, and doctors. And, yeah, right. You know, yeah, and, and, and frankly, equation. in some yeah. of the abortion laws, doctors are exempted. So where are we going here? Well, but, but, my, but my question is, um, many people, and, and I will include myself, are, are proclaiming the rights of the unborn. Yeah, yeah. which is amen. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. Well, you're welcome. Thank and, you. Seriously. And, and I, I, I jumped in with this question about where would I go? And that's practical steps. Yeah. Yeah. But let's step back. Yeah. Let's step back and say, uh, what do we proclaim? We proclaim the value of life, the, the sacredness of life. We proclaim Jesus. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, but what we proclaim, um, who we are as people and, and what our rights and responsibilities are. And indeed, we proclaim the lordship of Christ in all of life. Amen. You can Amen. say that again. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we proclaim yeah. the lordship of Christ in all of life. Amen. 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 And, and yet we don't enforce that in other people's lives. They have to come to it. And so we proclaim it indeed, and we live it indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we invite people uh, to, to come into conversation with us and 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 hope and trust with the the, the vigor of our dialogue yeah. that right. that we can walk together. So we and so, we proclaim it, but you have the additional responsibility of being a deacon on God's behalf for righteousness and truth and for godly laws and for right. So yes, it's not, and so and, it's a, procl- a proclamation. But then, as your governor, it's like you don't you don't only proclaim it, but now you have to figure out how to enact it as a yeah. Romans 13. Kind you sure you don't want to take off your jacket? Well, I, prob- <laughs> I probably will shortly here. I probably will shortly here. At the next yeah. break, you'll see, a, yeah, yeah. you'll see a change in the program. <laughs> you guys will be able to peel off your shirts too. Who knows? <laughs> All right, guys. Here we go. Uh, well, okay. So so if we're clear about um, the about who this person is in the womb, if we're clear about 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 the, the, the call of God upon us to protect um, the defenseless among us, and, and in, in this case, babies. Yeah. Uh, how are we going to go about that? Because I can sign, and, and I, I would like to be a part of proclaiming that truth. Yeah. But I, I jump into the, uh, to the discussion as, a, as the governor of a state, how am I going to move this along? I mean, people have been trying for 40-some years to figure out how do we get this message here's, across? And here's, here's a because we don't we don't have a dictator, right. nor nor should we. There are some downsides to you know to not being able to snap our fingers and say this one's done. But but we work with people, right? And but, and that's not to say that everyone's right on this, but we still work with people. Of course. Now for fifty years, almost fifty years, forty five years, whatever it is, um, there's been I think a lot of attempts at sort of trying to to eat away at 
um, mm-hmm. the abortion law. So you know, we we limit it certain right months, twenty weeks, tw- all this kind of thing. Yeah. And right. and I'm and I'm basically you know I'm just I'm cool with basically um, let's as much as possible let's, let's limit push it. this ball down the let's field. Keep pushing it down yeah, the yeah. field. So right. I, I'm not um, I'm not against that. The yeah. one the but the one concern I've had is that I do think that um, uh, rhetorically and in terms of momentum. Um, we've built an industry around just just incrementalism mm-hmm. rather right. and, and now there's like jobs that ride on right. we better not solve this too fast because then then I'll be out of a job and Idaho right to life executive and, director and, would and, be and, yeah. and, and so uh, yeah. and and um and so what I I guess what I'm saying though is is it seems to me that um there's a there needs to be a simultaneous um call to look we need to end this mm-hmm. we need to end it as soon as possible right. we need to get this done and i think um a willingness to really um this leads into actually maybe a broader question that i we don't have tons of time for actually but um the state relation the relationship of states to the feds right because um uh historically um the state is is a as a lesser magistrate mm-hmm. is, is is was intended originally a bill of rights um uh, to be a greater magistrate it, than the federal it, government. It, yeah, it was, it was actually supposed to have greater pushback on the yeah. feds. Right. We had um, all, all um, many states had laws outlawing abortion when Roe versus Wade passed. Right. Um, which, Arizona, so Idaho. The, so the Supreme Court overturned the will of the people, or at least said they could, mm-hmm. which I believe was illegal. Okay. Um, there was, it was an illegal act. They do not have that right to tell us that. Um. I believe it was illegal when um, they did it. Um, Obergefell? Well, I was going to go back further. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to go back to um, uh, what was the 1860? Uh, the, the the civil rights. Uh, uh, no, oh, the, the Dread Scott case. The Dread Scott case. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 1858. Sure. So the Dread yeah. Scott case, same thing. You have no right. It was based on um, so-called human rights. You're not a full human being. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have a right as someone right. who's born in Africa uh, and from African descent. To, to appeal your case to right. the Supreme Court, and so the rights of 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 that that human life was rejected. Of course, right. it was overturned. Right, and we look later, back, and we look on back on that. And we say that was ridiculous and awful. And right. why did the states but, bow their knee to it? But but the same thing happened in Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. The same thing has happened again in Obergefell, yeah. where many of the states had laws on the books that said in our state marriage is between one man, one woman, and su- Supreme Court overturned and, that right. and democracy in each state actually voted to pass to strengthen right. marriage between man and woman so, in california um so my 11 12 states so i think, I think yeah. my, my point though is is i think um that's a place where the pro-life movement has been particularly weak where um we have not just said as a state we're going to be a pro-life state mm-hmm. and and actually sort of picked that battle picked that fight right um and um and not and not being willing to play by certain rules. Now, I, I think you say that, and everybody says, "Well, what do you want? Another civil war?" And I, I'm gonna say, "Well, hold it. We're not in the same place. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the likelihood of it coming to that it seems very, very slim. And I, and I'm, I'm, I'm against it for the record. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't want to go another war. war. I wouldn't yeah, yeah. want to okay. go to war yeah. over it. Uh, so you, I'm not. You wouldn't go to war over it. Then his his not, his, not, his problem continues. No, actually, I, not not as things stand currently yeah. today. I wouldn't yeah. go to war yeah. over it. Why, why wouldn't you go to war over it? Um, because I think that we we need um, there's um, biblical justice. The just war theory has a number of um, criteria uh-huh. that's part of the historic Christian tradition. That, yes, that um, require requires it. I think there is a moral case to be made for it, but there's other criteria which would include um, support of uh, other civil magistrates, uh-huh. um, uh, the feasibility. 
of of the war. Um, there's there's a number of other um, things that that go down the list. The um, the potential outcomes uh-huh. um, that yes. uh, go into um, deciding. Okay, it's a just war. But this is why I, mean, I think that you know the um, abortion clinic bombings and shootings. That's that's they're all wicked. That's, no, yeah. I, I, you, you don't support those. I don't support no. those at all. <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't support them at all. But I do think that what we need, though, is we need a groundswell of people saying, but for us, we will not do this anymore. We will not murder our babies anymore. Mm-hmm. And in our land, this is not what we're going to do. We've noticed this actually in, in some of the really far left liberal states like California mm-hmm. right. and uh, Washington and Colorado. They believe in states' rights far greater than we do. They're pushing back on the feds right now saying, yeah. you know, California has the, the sanctuary you know, cities, cities and, and refugee yeah. um, laws. And they're even saying they passed a law that says they will penalize business owners that mm-hmm. enforce the federal regs mm-hmm. on illegal they're immigrants. exercising their state's rights and well and, and you're talking about marijuana and so my point is this seems like a very very sweet strategic moment mm-hmm. for christians to say and while we're at it not in idaho not in idaho yep. we're not going to murder our babies yep. and when the feds come as they most likely will. Well, first of all, it's interesting. We have Trump and his administration, which seems, at least on the surface, far more friendly, pro- pro-life yeah, yeah. friendly. Would they come after us? I don't know. If, would he send Jeff yeah. Sessions after us? I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's a wonderful opportunity to make that play mm-hmm. and say, and you, we'll, we'll meet you in court after you've dealt with the illegal immigrant problem in California and the, and and the, pot. And the pot problem <laughs> in Washington and Colorado. Yeah. Because, look, otherwise you're treating us uh, unfairly. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to me, though, we need we need Christians um, thinking kind of like that strategically um, with that kind of um, uh, M.O. Mm-hmm. Um, with a lot more gusto than we have mm-hmm. had. Right. Um, that's what I'm. And that's why the Idaho right to life is pretty impotent because they actually were against Dan Foreman's bill. Mm-hmm. That bill got sent to Jeff Sidaway. We had Jeff Sidaway on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked to Jeff Sidaway about this very same issue. And he. um it, quash the bill in because he's the chair of the committee right he wouldn't right. let that bill even get to committee to be discussed yeah. why right but we so, have we, there's, a, there's a groundswell of this happening not just in idaho i mean yeah. right. um where's the state that just introduced an actual ohio. bill ohio ohio just ohio introduced did. a bill yeah. to actually outlaw all abortion in ohio yeah mm-hmm. um it's it made it to the floor who knows what's going to happen yeah we know that dan fisher's running for governor of oklahoma yep, yep. yep. and right. he's running on a um abolish abortion <laughs> he's platform just straight, just up. straight up unapologetically this is what we I, had him yep. on the show i'm going to yeah. do everything yep. i possibly can to do yeah. that now i totally grant i don't know what is going to happen i don't know what can mm-hmm. happen but it seems to me that we need to have that kind of approach, that kind of take. We need okay. to get the big E on the I chart, like like in our sights first, right? That's got to happen first, instead of like working this other direction that hasn't been working for forty years in the first place. Jump in there, Peter. Jump yeah, in there. Yeah. Yeah. We're, <laughs> Jump in. We're, di- we're just dialoguing now. Jump in. <laughs> well, that's There's no fine. questions. There's That's no fine. Questions. I'll let you guys. <laughs> let, let me ask one last question. Set, set your ship, and then I'll come and look at well, it. But, well, uh, um, I was going to say, I, if you have a response to that, I'll let you respond. But I was going to ask sure. you another question on, on a different, a little bit. Different I actually want to hear his response okay. to this. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to. Um, I like activism, but I also like activism that's that's going to make progress. And if the activism makes us feel good because we did something, but it makes no progress, what have we done? Well, we've probably polarized and we've fractured. And we're in this polarized and fractured environment already, and we're going to only be further apart, and we won't get anywhere. And, and then we have to come back to the justice issue. And that's why I, that's why I asked the question about the penalty. Because if, if we're talking about putting uh, young women in jail, um, is, that, is, is that justice? It depends. Um, 
Well, it, right. I, I think it, I think it does. Yeah. But um, uh, are we putting doctors but in jail? Let's start. I, with, I think let's, let's I think it depends. And work our but, way to what's unclear. But but let's let's mm. talk about yeah, that's a good principle. Let's yeah. talk about justice. Let's talk about um, how we make progress on an issue yeah, that, that we haven't progressed on for forty five. Well, years. let's talk about the slave owner. Let's let's talk about him. You know, let's talk about whether or not when he bought that slave. Um, let's talk about what all the things that were going on with his lifestyle. Let's judge if he if man selling was how how much he uh, broke the law in his man selling. And in the same way, let's start with the clear: you shan't, you should not buy men. You can't sell men, right? Right. You can't kill your baby. All the other circumstances that work their way uh, down from there. Let's talk. We can work through those situations, mm-hmm. right? But I still, I, Peter, I like you. Thank I you. do. I like I you too. I, do. I like you too. I like you're unique. I like to you me. too. You're unique, and I, I like the fact that you're, you're just like trying, unicorns. I do. <laughs> unicorns are, are fun. I like guys with beards too. Yeah, well, I, I have an amazing beard. That's a good but, beard. But I feel. I feel like in one sense you're kind of giving me the cookie. You know what that means? It's kind of like you know, hey mom, what's that? Oh, nothing, baby. Just eat this cookie. You know, I, I kind of feel like that. It tastes good. It, it, I, I, yeah. You know, I, I like you, but I feel like in one sense you're kind of giving me the cookie. Where it's like, you know what? If I was governor for a day i would absolutely do my very best to make abortion illegal and but i also care about the fact of who we're punishing we should definitely punish murders if you're killing somebody you should be killed that's just law Mm -hmm. and 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 so but i want to make sure that those circumstances are looked at and handled carefully like we do with any other form of murder we don't talk about this with any other form of murder we know that we have case laws to work it out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i don't i'm not getting that clarity from you i'm getting kind of the cookie you know what i mean (laughs) Well, I'm sorry if you feel like you're getting the cookie because yeah. that's not where I am. Okay, but so, but so, are you not then at the place where you're willing to say, um, and that's totally fine? I'm just trying to get clarity for right. this. You're right. not willing to say, no, absolutely, abortion should be punished with murder, but we should treat it in the same way that we treat every other cases of murder. Okay, so um, again, I'll I'll come out t- with two things, actually three. One, I started by telling you that uh, I am an advocate for life. Yes. And secondly, I said, uh, if you're going to talk about passing a bill, I want to talk about uh, whether it's going to work. And I'd like to talk about a strategy for helping us as a community do things differently than we're doing right now. And, and this covers many, many issues. If we're going to be fractured, if we're going to be polarized, we're not going to get there. You won't get your bill passed. And even if it gets passed, people won't respect it. You can call out all the National Guard you want to enforce the law, and, and it's, it's, it's not going to work. So we have to look at something that uh, will help us as a community um, get on the same page if we're not in some ways already there. And I happen to think there's more common ground than we give credit here. Uh, but, but we have to somehow figure out how we can be effective in this. And, and I don't want to just kick the ball down the road in small steps. So um, it, it, it may possibly be that we're at a place where we need an emancipation proclamation. And then we need dialogue. Don't we have that already here in Idaho, though? I mean, in one sense, we already say that abortion is illegal here in Idaho. Our code does. W- well, it just um, decriminalized it back in 1973. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's on the books. It, it it may or may not have been a good law the way it's okay, all written. Let, let, have let, you read the whole law, by the way? That particular law. Yeah, yeah. you have. Yeah, okay. just that let me let me one. clean. Can I just try and clean this sure. up because I'm trying to work through this. And you got to yeah. bring this in for a landing too, man. I know. I we're know we're, like, so, we're supposed to be done, but I just I can't. I but can't this is a Wrath and Grace special. Yeah. So yeah. Look, this yeah. is special. Okay. So, 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 t- so should we criminalize abortion? Quick, yes or no? Um, 
So is a wrath and grace special? What <laughs> what do we need at this moment? Wrath or grace? Well, I think if it's a murder, then we well, it's need always wrath. both, right? <laughs> yeah, God, God always yeah. offers wrath and grace. Hold, 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 if you're a deacon to exercise point. justice, <laughs> but wait, what, what's your position? Because I think if it's a church, we have a different position. If it's the family, we have a different position. If you're the governor, you have a different position. The police have a different position, right? So if you're a governor, what should thou shall not commit murder, right? Yeah. So what happens to people who commit murder? Uh, they're punished. Okay. So if a person commits abortion, doctor, whoever we have case. It should should abortion be considered murder and should murder be punished? Um, and that's my rub. Right yeah, that, that, that there. pause right, right that's there. That's my rub. Right. And, and, you know but what see, mean? this like, is yeah. this yeah. is but this is actually the the point I think in all this is that Jesus always offers wrath and grace. Mm-hmm. Right? Wrath for those who don't bow their knee to Him. Wrath for those who don't put their faith in Him. Right. And grace for those who believe in Him. There's always, so, there's right. always grace for for the repentant. Yeah. yeah. But go so ahead, go so ahead. Let, let let me. You say that's the rub, and this is, you know, this is strategic. I know where you're trying to go. Uh, my pause. It's really not, but. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, maybe it's not. It's just straightforward. I don't have, I'm not that good of a, a poker player, sorry. Okay. 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 Well, if it's not, then I accept that. Okay. It I is. accept yeah. that. Right. Okay. But, but please, please accept my comment as well. Yeah. My pause is not a reservation about the dignity and value of life. My pause is not about desiring to stop abortion. My pause is. Um, about how can we really get there, and is the signing of the law the way to do it? Yeah, and uh, and and if we're going to fracture and polarize even further, then we're we're going away. Here's the thing, can, though. Can, can, can is, I, can we're we're going Sorry, away. I just, all right, I just have to, all right. Man, uh, Knox is on fire. He's he's excited. But you, you <laughs> didn't pause when I asked about the other forms of murder. Why did you pause here? All right, I'll I'll answer that because on other forms of murder, like it or not, we're we're. A, we're trying to be a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. What does that mean? Well, among other things, it means that people have to buy in for laws to be effective. This is a free country. It works that way. And, um, and on other forms of murder, people, people have a general sense of the morality of murder. Right now, we live after 45 years of, of uh, teaching, of thinking, that has, has left this question uh, not in other people's minds, the same as it is in yours. Basically, as a, as a basically man, we've established a culture but here's, of but this. As a, as a black man, that saying. answer is not appealing to me. But, and, and here's, well, here's the thing. Let me, let me just... I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry it's not. Because, because I, you're saying that over time, people, how they, how they feel about the law is what attested whether or not it's functional. Uh, here, and here's the thing, though. Is I no, actually, no, it's, I not, think, it's not a test of whether it's functional, but it's a test of how you make moves to change for, the, it, for the law to, to be effective. But, Absolutely. But here's the thing. The left has not waited No, for people to agree with them. Right. They have not. Right. The vast, oh, is a the good vast example majority of, of Americans um, were against abortion. Right. At Roe versus Wade, and the left, the Supreme in, Court, in, not not yeah, just the left. Yeah, I know it was a right. Republican Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah we're guilty on that. They yeah. were totally. Go- they yeah. gave us this, and and I believe that what happened was they enforced their morality on us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and made us eat it. And and uh, and because of that, because of the way they were willing uh, to. To evangelize, mm-hmm. quote unquote, sure. us with their view, um, we are in the mess that we're in. Mm-hmm. Obergefell, same thing. Right. Um, the vast majority of Americans do not believe that homosexuals should be considered married. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of Americans believe that marriage is one man and one woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet here we are. And here we are. Right. And we're, Tail wagging the dog. And we're losing the battle. We're, we're losing. But, but the- let's turn this around. Um, th- there have been polls and studies to try to figure out. Where are the majority of Americans on the abortion question? 
and 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 there's a wide range today. Yes, but in 1973, the laws on the books indicate that the majority state of Americans. But we live today. We uh, don't live then. Right. right. And, but and my, I, point, I, my point has to do with the feasibility of laws, though, because you were okay. saying we shouldn't pass laws if the people won't respect them. But, well, there but are I, times to do that. I think we should. I, I, I'm just saying, if God says, though, that this is the case, we uh-huh. should pass the law, and and trust Him to work it out and work it out with. With due process and due mm-hmm. diligence and full justice and so right. forth, but but that's the 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 pattern that we see. The historic pattern is mm-hmm. is they pass a law, and then over time people actually come to kind of accept it. Mm-hmm. Why why would we not do the same thing, especially when there's something so clear? Yeah, I'm not saying we should do that on you know some kind of obscure arcane thing. Right, murder. Talk, we're talking I'm, about I'm something talking about, simple. This is about life. I'm just right, talking right, about life. Right, right. right. Okay, go. I'll, we'll give it to you. You'll, you'll wrap it up. All yours. Here Take it. it. Do, say, say, go. We're going to shut up after this. Okay. okay. You just go, Peter. Give it to us. Well, we'll see whether that really happens because everybody's. <laughs> I'm shutting their mics off. Everybody's, everybody's energized on this. Everybody's energized. Yeah, go for it. I, I'd like to solve the problem today. Mm. I don't think signing a bill will do it. Mm. I don't think. I don't think it'll get through the legislature. I don't think it'll pass the courts because we're cowards. Hey, hey, hey! And <laughs> sorry. And, and and I don't and I don't think that 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 people are thinking in this direction now. So we're we're needing to to um, speak to culture, mm. yeah. and uh, and and I actually believe that uh, if we can if we can listen to many people on the pro-choice side, um, the 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 answer that I hear to the Hawaii question when people get reflective and think someone's really listening, not ready to just slam them with an answer, mm. is we don't want unwanted babies. And if I talk to um, uh, strong pro-life um, advocates, you know, why? Well, we can talk about the sanctity of life and, and the sacredness of the person, and that's right. But, but getting behind that, how do we make decisions? We want babies to be wanted. Well, these are two sides of the same coin. Maybe there's some common ground here that we haven't really explored. And beyond that, we have 45 years of our institutions teaching um, something that is hurtful to women and and deadly to babies. But it's become a part of the culture. So uh, unless we can 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 um, be in a winsome way, this hurts. Try, by the way, sorry. Try, try to change this culture. Um, we'll have perpetual slavery. Mm-hmm. We have to stop this. Mm. Um, I do believe in the Emancipation Proclamation, and mm. I think it would be effective here. It hurts me too. Would you be willing just, to just hold it? Hold it. Yeah, oh, it hurts me too. It hurts mm-hmm. me too because if if more uh, babies are killed during this dialogue, um, that's painful. Oh man! But um, if more babies are killed because we try to pass a law and it doesn't work and things go backwards, um, the same result is happening. But we haven't. But we haven't made any progress. Yeah. And and I think we have to be peacemakers, and peacemakers take a big risk. Mm. They take a big risk. And I don't see that you're taking that risk right now, though. Well, um, you know what I mean. I, a prophet, a prophet is saying, "I'm going to declare what God says, and I'm going to stand here on that well, that and, and so, proclaim it." So the, the the peacemaker is 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 clear. That's yeah. the proclamation, and then the peacemaker is 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 working with people, and and I I think we I think we have to do that. So short of short of actually, let, let's take the legislation off the table. Just as you know, okay, I, sure. I mean, I'm I'm supportive of it, but just for for the sake of yeah. the conversation, yeah. Would what about just? By the way, if it was if it was the right bill, if it's the right bill, yeah. I would do it. Keep going. But but it it, yeah. it it needs to be the right bill. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, the, the right bill is the one that completely outlaws it. But um, okay. but I would say this: what, what do you what do you think about just 
like you said, Emancipation Proclamation. What do you? What do you? What would about just um, every time you got up to st- speak, mm-hmm. you reminded people that Idaho is a pro-life state, and we do not believe in abortion. Mm. Would you believe to? Would you be willing to do that? So you're not like you're not signing any laws. Mm-hmm. You're not. You just say, remember, Idaho is a pro-life state. We abortion is evil. Mm-hmm. We love single moms. We love broken. You know, we love the children. They're welcome in in our state. Our state is a pro-life state. What would you be willing to just make that a regular part of your message? Just announcing that you're not, you know, you're not uh-huh. making anybody do anything. Yeah, you're just yeah. saying, as the representative, the governor, mm-hmm. I'm the face of Idaho. Right. Idaho is a pro-life state. Every baby is welcome. Um, abortion is murder. Um, if that was true, I would say it. Mm. If 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 that was the reality in Idaho, I would say it. Well, it, but, well, but, it is but, in, in but, terms of overwhelming majority. Well, we and, and our state forever. our state law actually says yeah. that abortion oh. is murder. Okay, yeah. let's let's yeah. talk. Let's talk. Put, so, so, go ahead and wrap it up, so, and then I'll. Okay, okay. So, um, if that was a true statement, I th- I think it would be appropriate thing to say. Yeah. If it's if it's not a true statement, then what I can say is, um, I can talk about the direction that I am leading this state, and it's in a direction of life. It's in a direction of creation stewardship, and it's in a direction of serving the needs of our poor people, a- along with remedying the problems of education and health care and trying to provide good opportunities for jobs. And, yeah. and then we're going to have to talk about but guns and we're going to have to talk about other things. Yeah, if you're capitulating yeah. on life and how we actually enact that law, then I don't understand how you can address those things and not capitulate as well. Okay. You know well, I, mean? I, 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 I resist strongly the capitulation uh, comment. Okay. I, I really do. Yeah. Because I think this is about this is about how we progress as a people. Yeah. Well, when, I'm saying when, if, if you're not willing to say, uh, oh, we got to go. I'm so sorry, man. I want to talk. Can we talk more off camera? Maybe. We we can. But I want to push back on the capitulation the issue. Yeah. Because that, that's not the case. Okay. I'm looking for an effective strategy to move forward to protect children. I'm not looking for a way to... Make a big statement that um, that doesn't get us where we want to go. I know how go. to protect children. So I think I think <laughs> Peter. I know how to protect children. I think I think make it illegal and then punish people who do it. Well, is that going to is that going to happen in this state that's at this what, point that, in time? The Bible says that when you punish wickedness, it flees and it hides mm-hmm. and it goes away. Right? That's what happens when we punish it, evildoers. It, it also takes leaders standing up and just saying, "This is what we're going to do." Um, we need to do this. When people hear that from leaders, mm-hmm. I think it encourages yeah, it, it, them absolutely. and builds them up and gives them courage. They they thought what, what they never thought was possible. Start sounding like it's possible when people stand up and say, right. "We need to end this." I, so well, I, I got, I got and, a point and here. So, think, so I'm, I'm with you on leadership, yeah. um, leading the way, and and that's what I'm, that's what I, exactly what I'm talking about doing. And so let's, let's I, state, let's state the direction we're going, and let's try to bring yeah. people together to get there. Because yeah. yeah. if I make a big proclamation and nobody says, "Oh, well, we're not doing that," then we haven't advanced anything. Yeah. And so, as I understand you, Peter, I think you're a pragmatist in this. Your goal is, I think you, I, I believe you, I think long-term you'd love to see abortion be over, but I think your way of getting there is kind of more of a pragmatic way, um, bringing peace, trying to have a conversation about it. Doing what works. Doing what works. But I think um, pragmatists have never led reformations. Well, um, I would call myself um, more than that. I'm a, hy- I'm a hybrid. Okay. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm, an ide- I'm an idealist. Yeah. And I am um, a peacemaker. And... I'm, and I am pragmatic because yeah. I want to get people working together. Yeah. If we will work together, we can solve all kinds of problems. Yeah. If you and I will work together, there's no telling what good we can do and we can be thankful. Yeah. But if we, if we stay in a combative mode, 
uh, I don't think it's going to get us there. But I think the, not the, at this point in history. The problem is, is that we're already in the fight. They've been fighting us, and they've been winning for a, num- a number years. of decades now. Yeah. And, and I don't see a way out. I think we do need to have compassion. We need to have grace. But I don't see another way unless unless God's people stand up and fight back. I mean that with you know in terms of the Bible. I mean that in terms of the sword of the spirit. I don't. I'm not talking about guns and bombs and chariots. Right. right. But I'm saying we need to have men with backbones stand up and say, no, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to play nicely anymore. And I've suggested that let's have men with backbone stand up and say, this is where we have to go. Okay. This is the truth, and let's work together to get there. Yeah. Two well, different strategies, but I want people to work together. Yeah. Hey, this is a really good I've, conversation. I've I'm, yeah. I value this. Th- I, th- I th- thank th- you th- very th- much. Thank you so much, Peter. Thank yeah. you very much, and we will be watching definitely to see how it goes. Well, let's see how it goes. Yes. Yeah. All right. We just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Cross Politics, sponsored by Wrath and Grace. I'm rocking one of the shirts right now. We're going to give uh, Peter Dill a shirt before he leaves, too. Thank you. you Thank you. Go over to Wrath and Grace and grab you you one of those nice Wrath and Grace t-shirts. We just want to thank you. Go to the website. And uh, until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh and feast. We'll talk after we get done. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) 